All right, Inappropriate Earl is back, and this is a real barn burner of an episode because I've got two people on my couch that are the elite roasters in the roast battle world. I mean, the the first one you know, the great Olivia Grace, been on the show, I think, twice now. Yeah, twice. Uh, we've shared the stage in battle, and she, she's an animal. Oh, I mean, thank you. She can really, uh, you know, her best roast asset, I think, is she owns what you're going to say about her. She knows, and she's ready, and she's like, okay, I'm not, you know, the skinniest girl on earth. What else you got? Yeah, because I hate those things about myself, too. Like, I'm not in the dark. But, I mean, I think a lot of people who roast don't own they're, you know, like I'm the oldest roast battler, so I know an age joke is coming, so I'm prepared. Yeah, and you have a big head and a big dick. And, you know, if those are the worst things in life, that ain't bad. And speaking of prepared, I have, uh, has a co pilot on this podcast, someone who, up until his battle with Jamar Neighbors opening up for Dave Chappelle, didn't really prepare for his roast. He's more of a free-form improv roaster, which is almost impossible to prepare for if you're going up against this person. He's also an amazing comic and truly one of the good dudes in not just roast battle, but L.A. comedy, the legendary, the stunningly beautiful, (laughs) inked up Mr. George Perez. What up, Earl? Dude, it's an honor. And a lot of people have been uh, asking when the super fight is between you and I, but that's for that's a later. That's pay-per-view. We're, we're, I would we're, love we're the money team. You know what I mean? It's it's the first fight. All the money's going to child support for like future for us, for our future kids. I'd be scared to take you on. I'd be scared to take you on too, bro. You got brass knuckles on your mic. Yeah, but these are. That's yeah, but they're pink and sparkly. <laughs> What is this, Roast Earl? Like to, no. these, uh, it's my only sponsor of the show. Well, no, I have two sponsors. Uh, for you hockey guys out there who need some good gear at a very discounted cost, ProStockHockey.com for all your hockey needs. And if you have a podcast and you need some cool-looking mic knuckles, <laughs> contact the singer from Rat, the singer from Rat, not the guy they have now, uh, Stephen Piercy, at Mike Knuckles on Twitter. Be cool. Now that we've got the plugs out of the way. Uh, Speaking of roasting, you know, do you remember the first time I went on stage? Your first roast? Yeah. R- remind me, who was it? Ah, uh, shit. I remember, I don't remember who it was, but I do remember. Like, I remember you just, like, I didn't know you were going to come at me. I don't think like, I did. You did. You came at me. You came at me, and I was like, what the fuck is this white boy in the crowd trying to fuck with me for? <laughs> well... You know, those were in the early days. Yeah, because I didn't know nothing about like, hey, there's a Negro wave. I didn't know there was any of that. I mean, that's what sets it apart, you know. And otherwise, it it's because you won uh, the very first. It was Gilbert Gerbaldi. Who? Uh, a lot of people say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gilbert. I mean, I know the name. Uh, yeah. And you killed him from what yeah, I Yeah, it was fun. But he had like hacky Mexican jokes, and yeah. the, you know that's just like, and he's a little overweight, I believe. If yeah, I'm, he had a beard. And you, up until the time roast battle opened for Dave Chappelle, and clearly you had prepared for Jamar that night. Yeah, it was one day thing. Like I remember, I got a call. I was DJing at the strip club, and I just told my boss, "Hey, dog, I'm gonna open for Dave Chappelle tonight, roasting." He's like, "I want to go with you." <laughs> <laughs> 
And I remember calling back Brian and he was like, nah, I can't get no tickets. So I wrote from 1.30 to 4.30. Then I drove there. Then I sat there for two hours and I wrote. I remember Mike Lawrence was sitting next to me going, I thought you don't write for this. And I was like, I have to today, dog. I have to. Because you don't, I mean, none of us wanted to bomb. uh, No, no. You know, in front of, and that was a weird crowd because it was a, Usually, it was a more ethnic crowd. Yeah, and it was industry the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, Chappelle just, his whole, uh, I think, management team was there. Yeah, so it's they like, were there. Some of the Golden State Warriors were there. Remember Clay Thompson? Yeah. There? So, that was I mean, a trip. I'm so old, I remember his dad, Michael Thompson. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Yeah, the great Michael Thompson. Did you hear what Clay said yesterday that the they would beat the Showtime? He's like, they would beat his dad. They probably team. would. You think so? I mean, I, you know, I remember the Showtime Lakers. So do I, I but mean, that's a whole different, like, they can play the pick and roll. I mean, Olivia wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she, she thinks the Showtime Lakers are, you know, probably this year's Lakers on Showtime. <sighs> yeah. Not a big basketball fan. No. It's all good. It's all good. But I mean, uh, yeah, that was a high pressure night. And you're roasting in front of Chappelle and a packed house. Oh, yeah. It was insane, man. And then the judges, I'm going again. Tony. Yeah, it was Hinchcliffe, Tony, Hinchcliffe. Uh, Sarah. Sarah Tiana was Mike there. Lawrence. And there's Mike one Lawrence. other person. And the guy that has his own show, the one that makes fun of Bill Cosby. Oh, Hannibal Burst. Hannibal Burst. Yeah. Oh, dude. So that's, that's like, crazy. And Jamar's kind of an improv roaster. Yeah. So uh, I think everyone was excited. And don't get me wrong, you know, like I was kind of like, damn, it's more of a black crowd. The judges are kind of black. If I use some black jokes, I got to deliver. Well, Hannibal's not kind of black. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like street. He's a used tire black. <laughs> <laughs> See, he just roasted Hannibal right there. I mean, that's how that's quick so you are. Funny. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Like, between you and Olivia, you guys are like, if I were to make a roaster, it would be a combination of you two. So you would kidnap us and put our semen together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how it. you said that, like, we both have semen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I didn't know Olivia had semen, but... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> but, I mean, like, she's great because, like I said, she owns... What you're gonna say about it? Yeah, uh, you're great because it's 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 like a, I'm erratic. It, but that's the hardest thing to prepare for for roast. Because. I don't I don't know. I mean, man, you know I, I've really only felt I've lost one roast. And then who was that against? Tony Hinchcliffe. The first, I I just got out of prison, and uh, MTV's doing an underground like, yo man, we're just doing 36 people one day. I don't know who the hell Tony is. He don't know who I am. So this was your Jesus. mama? or This just- was for your mama, but it never made it. Mm. Like, it was just, a, I think Wilmer just, Wilmer gave it to one of his buddies named TJ Jefferson, and he was the producer, and Wilmer just came and was like the lookover guy, and he was there, and it was fucking crazy. I remember first round, Tony goes against the other defending champ of MTV, your mama, mm-hmm. and Tony kicks his ass. And I'm looking at... Cause you know when you first look at Tony, you're like, "Is this dude gay?" <laughs> you know? He looks like a malnutrition bouncer at Petco. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like someone yeah. that just protects the poodles. Like, hey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, what the? He's killing people. How's that show different from the roast battle? That show's different from the roast battle because um, 
You could do your mama jokes. You uh, don't know nothing about your, um, you know nothing about your opponent, but appearance look and mama jokes that you've written before in store. Like I have like 30 of them on deck. Yeah. On deck. original ones. Not I, like your mama. I would say still- 20 original and 10 that I flipped from growing up in it. Like mm. when you say flip, you mean like your mama's so big she sits around the house or like No, nah, it would be like uh your mama's so fat when she sit like her her toilet has shocks. Right, right. Know what I mean? Your mom's pussy so hairy the bitch look like ZZ Tops down there. Mm. And like just boom, like cuz you know with your with your mama battles it's so who's back quicker. Yeah. With roasting it's like you have to wait cuz this fool actually put 30 seconds to a minute on his. So you have to kind of wait for that. Joe Dosh does that good. He goes like, shut up. And he just comes in. Well, your mama is just like, come on, right back. Has to be instantaneous. Instantaneous. Yeah, you don't wait for the crowd's reaction. You do, but like if you can, it's kind of like a rap. If you can just do like a dope, boom, they'll shut up and just flip on your side immediately. Like, uh, is your preparation different? Like with your mama, do you like... Did you say look at Tony and go, okay, he looks like this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because in my head I was like, I'm going to hit him with your mama stuff, but I need to get his appearance. And he was he was poor back then. I don't know if he's poor now, but. I don't Tony, think so. Yeah, Tony was poor. He t- I remember we we talked about this later. He was like, I was just the door guy at the store back then. And, and they made like eight bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah. And if you won, you got 500 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So me and Tony end up at the end, bro, and uh, we. I don't. I don't know if we're exaggerating, but we battled for forty fucking minutes. It was insane, and then he got me with one at the end, and I was just like mad at myself for wearing that sweater. It was like creamy gray, right? And he was like, uh, "I know you guys drank horchata. I didn't know you wore it." <laughs> <laughs> all the Mexicans just looked at me and said, "Sorry, dog." <laughs> The whole crowd fell out, and now. No. What was your best joke on him? Oh, uh, I think I told him, uh, "Your mom has two dicks, and you're one of them." <laughs> <laughs> or I told that fool. Oh yeah, I remember. I told him, I said, "Fuck, you're ugly. Your mom, your mom must be ugly. She must be a, she must be a piñata because you got to be blindfold before you hit it." Oh shit! <laughs> now, is your preparation, and this is to both of you. But uh, George, you first. When when you preparing for a roast battle, is it the same type of okay? Let's just say me. Let's just use me. Well, no, let's use someone that you battled before. Uh, no, let's use you because <laughs> I need because you know what? I, I'm glad you asked me this question. For a, a guy like me to roast, it kind of does suck because you can. I have credits. I've been on stuff. You can make fun of what I've been on. Did it do good? The ratings, you know what I mean? What was it about? The show was corny. Usually the people I battle, I got no fucking credits. What do they have? Nothing. So I have to I, I have to go dig, Good point. I have to dig deeper and fucking deeper. You know what I'm saying? So like if I was about you, fuck, I would love it. I can make fun of your podcast. I can make fun of you being the race. I can make fun of stuff that you're doing. So that battle covers it. The podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, cause like how the head's been done, you know, like with me, if you make fun of me being a troll, I'm going to flip it on you so fucking fast. That's what I love about Olivia is like, she flips like, uh, and I don't want to mention, you know, uh, battles and whatnot, certain battles, but like when people come at her at, well, you're fat, 
Oh, I remember I seen her do it once. She flips it on them yeah. where it's almost their weakness now. That's what you got to do. <laughs> and that's what I love. Thank you. Uh, I mean, how, is that, am I wrong in saying that? No, no, that's, I try to do that. I try to incorporate my own weaknesses into almost every joke that I write, you know? Like I know when some, I know an age joke is coming at me. So I almost flip it. Not as good as you two, because I think you two are. Oh, no, I mean, we all are capable of doing it all. But you guys are uh, more uh, elite roasters. Uh, I'm a, more of a uh, performer. I have to. I got you. I got you. So you're you're MC Hammer. Yeah. You guys are like Metallica. <laughs> you can play the instruments, write killer songs. I'm more like Kiss, where I. <laughs> I play an average song, but I perform it like it's a great yeah, song. Yeah, you got makeup on, boots and match. And Lasers all and all that shit. <laughs> That's what's up. Well, I want, I want Kiss Money. Yeah, why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. You know? But yeah. I mean, uh, like when you, when your next battle, it's, it's okay. undetermined. Uh huh. But, but let's, let's just say it's me. Okay. Do you go online? Facebook stalk me, look at pictures, go, okay, he used to look like this, he's done this, he's done that. Uh, do you delve into, ask friends, hey, what has Earl ever been, uh, who's he dated? Do you, like, dig for dirt? Yeah, fuck, this is probably my first time ever, you know. Next person I battle, bro, I'm definitely going to dig dirt. Um, definitely, because I've seen it, you know. People want to see People like me are like, I, I kind of feel people want to see like, all right, dog, we know what you can do off the top. What can you do sitting in the lab? Right. So I think it's my time to sit in the lab and I'm definitely, but I remember like, you know, I, I kind of prepared for Joe Dosh and I remember what I did. I just put on an old oldies record, kicked back, pulled out a joint, drank some fucking beer. And I just started thinking of stuff, you know, thinking of just stuff popping off my head. Then I I started watching Boy George on YouTube. <laughs> like, you know, I need to steal mannerisms, stuff like that. Right. I'm I'm very weird. Like, I don't know. I I want to roast you different. I want to get you different. But I mean, do you like when I roasted Olivia, like I my strategy was to not hit her with jokes she thought were coming. Like, you know, I, knew. I, I I hear you on that, but honestly, I don't give a fuck because my whole thing is is People like me for the way my style, my delivery. Right. So I'm if 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 someone's, I I can't take the fact that you got a big ass head, Earl. I, I cannot like you know what I mean. Like I I, I, like, I do, but I have to own it. I know, but like if 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 you're known for owning it, and I can take that from you, how much better is that? They're like, damn dog, no one said a joke like that about his head. Yeah. So that's what I kind of <laughs> aim for too. Like you know what I mean? Like right now, it looks like you wear like a circus tent for a do rag. <laughs> <laughs> see, I can't come up with something right off the top. But do you see how short and quick right. it was? Like that's what I want to do with those. So it's different. And then I, I'm, right. I'm trying to get longer ones because I see people doing longer ones. Like I heard in Montreal that they killed us because they were doing longer jokes. Well, Jimmy mm -hmm. Carr, uh, who won, uh, he pretty much killed everyone but Matthew Broussard, who was, uh, he came pretty close to beating Jimmy. But okay, Jimmy, what Jimmy did. Uh, you might you might look at it as somewhat cheating because he would do a joke but then tag it like three or four times. Oh, nothing so, wrong with that. 
But I mean, to me, it's like Seinfeld it and shit. You know, it, it's like uh, you know, like when me and Olivia battle, it was like we got one joke. Uh, you know, like yeah, your head is the walnut joke. Yeah, tell that joke again. I fucking love that joke. Okay, um, it was <laughs> Earl's a great comic, but the only time he ever crushes is when he uses his forehead to open a walnut. Damn. And then bam, that was it. Now she probably could have tagged it two or three more times, <laughs> but that was the joke. And then I think I said, well, Olivia has uh, a special needs sister. So between the two of them, who doesn't drool in that family? <laughs> That's it. Jimmy would still be going. Yeah. So I don't know. I, to me, it's like. That's where the, your mama comes in and you need to jump in. Right. That, that's where like your street battling comes in. And you're like, no, I'm going to cut this full off. But he's yeah. hard to cut off because he's like, he doesn't really stop. So it's yeah. like. I would, you should have said like, damn, you roast like black people when they see the light. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to, I don't know. That's what I would have like flipped it. Like, hey dog, they gave you the light. Like you can't run the light. Why are you running the light? And then the crowd will kind of get mad at him as well. I don't know. That's what I've learn so are you future roasters take notes motherfucker yeah, yeah. i mean uh, i learned a lot in montreal watching yeah. uh i mean sarah tiana was uh, she's she's tough and, yeah uh, she's a beast man i remember her from back in the day i used to do open mics with her back in the day dude my my favorite roaster though is Corey holcomb oh yeah you guys seen Corey holcomb he's fucking vicious he was a judge once and uh oh yeah you know, this is when i was doing kind of the harder edge version of the house race <laughs> and he kept looking at me like he wasn't really happy at no, me so oh you don't like that shit i went up to him afterwards hey man it's just a character i'm really sorry he's like i mean i don't know if i can say what he said but like he said well, he said my it's a word that rhymes with bigger uh i like you man i'm like oh, okay he's like uh cool i like you my dog yeah, well, he didn't man. say dog, but like I remember one time I seen him. Just somebody was messing with him, like in the front row, and she she must have had bad breath because he was like, "Man, girl, your breath's so nasty. I wish the Taliban would hijack a peppermint plane and crash it in your throat." Oh shit! I'm <laughs> just like, what the fuck? How does he's vicious, dude? He's vicious. That's so many like little like loose associations too. Like exactly. it's just so many little pieces that go together. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like the formula of him. He's vicious. Oh, he's amazing. I've yeah. seen him on Wild and Out just destroying. Yeah, yeah. What's, I mean, what do you think of Wild and Out? I mean, I it, it's not like my favorite show, but like uh, I much prefer Roast Battle because... Uh, you don't have to act, sing. Um, I just, I'm not like a fan of, of the show, but it's great. I, I'm not a hater on it. No, uh, me neither. You know, I like Roast Battle. I mean, I, I think uh, Roast Battle is... Uh, like the perfect it's you know like, what though i will be making a comeback oh and i at uh, the room wants it like I'm you're back you're not ranked right no i'm not even ranked but you you definitely a top 10 i mean yeah, uh, i ain't tripping you know you i could almost put in that you know there's two rankings there's the top 50 and then there's like a secret headliner ranking that you know, no one really yeah. talks about. You'd be in that one. Like 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 if the comedy store had a had a bar for roasters. Right. Would I would I be a You're in the uh yes, if it was like uh elite roasters, uh you I mean, because you're I think you scare everyone the most because you're just yeah, you're wild and you're unpredictable. I'm I'm coming. Because and now let me ask you this, and I know you've talked about it on other podcasts. Uh, I mean, you've been to uh, prison before. Yes. And in all seriousness, do you think being in prison has made anything you could face at roast battle like oh? Oh fuck yeah, bro! Fuck yeah! Because I mean, like, 
People think prisons like, uh, oh, don't disrespect me. But like, you got your boys in there. Like, and like, we mess around, and fools are always like, hey, dog. I remember people would come up to me in prison, like, hey, you're on your mama. And I was like, what? And we like, we'd bag on each other. We call it bagging, where we make fun of each other. And it, I got a couple from in there too, bro. There's this dude that roasted me pretty good, man. I can imagine. Yeah, there was this, because, you know, I have psoriasis on my elbows. I didn't know that because of the tattoo. Yeah, but and it's real light, but in prison, it kind of flared up sometimes. And I remember he was like, damn, fool, you must have rode your skateboard like this when you were little. <laughs> I just started to... <laughs> like, it was hilarious. And in, in prison, we did comedy. And this one, I, I used to have my gangster buddies bring me up on stage. And this guy, funniest, best intro ever to get brought up. He was like, you might have seen this guy on the yard doing pull-ups. <laughs> He's here for you tonight. And I was just like, wow, man. Yeah, pretty crazy. Sorry, I was taking pictures. No, <laughs> I'm a one-man show. You know, this is dig hard when I was talking about prison and then. Well, you done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've done a lot of open mics in and out of prison, right? Yeah. Let's see, there you go. It's, it's about as quick as I can go. Yeah. A uh, very captive crowd. Well, I bet. I mean, uh, but like, like when you're on stage at Roast Battle in the belly room, it can be a very uh, intimidating experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I remember the second guy I roasted was a pro wrestler. Oh, shit. His name was John Morrison. And, uh, I, you know, I was trying to explain to him about the show and say, hey, dude, it's a crazy atmosphere. It's like, you know, it can be intimidating. And he was like, Earl, I just was at WrestleMania in front of 50,000 people. I'll handle it. And as soon as he got up there, you could tell he was scared shitless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's a different energy. It is. Yeah. It the is. energy of that room is scary. Like, I mean, I remember the first, my first main event afterwards, I didn't sleep for three days. I had like a full-blown manic episode. Like, I was just up for three days. It was so crazy. Like, I don't, there's something about the energy in that room and, and the way it translates into the people on stage. Like, I mean, I, I it's like, I, I compare it to like, postpartum depression you know because you're just letting out all these jokes that you've worked so hard on and then you never get to use them again and i think people get depressed afterwards because they're like oh i just burned all these jokes that i spent so long using you know working on and now I, I, I can never use them again they're like not applicable to really anything else yeah i mean i couldn't sleep for two days after my last battle with joe dosh i was so high from like the experience the yeah. And shit. yeah i mean it was uh Cause I was petrified, but you battled. Have you battled Joe Olivia? No, no, I haven't. Uh, but uh, yeah, you he went three I mean, rounds right at LA. He's good. Yeah, he's very good. You, you know, know, Joe knows how to. Uh, he knows how to just capture the moment and be like, "Nope, we're gonna." He just knows how to steer the show. I love it. Yeah, he'll what, steer you. And he knows the gay jokes are coming. And, yeah, and, and like you know, Olivia, and like you, you know, a prison joke is I'm coming. The Mexican joke, I know that shit's coming, and it's it's all good, bro. And the tattoos, both but of you I are gonna get ta tattoo jokes. I don't know how you can make fun of tattoos. Well, I don't have any. Yeah, like what are you gonna say? Hey, you took pain for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably would say that. You, uh, you know, so uh, but Joe's, you know, he's. Like, okay, I'm gay. What else you got? Yeah. You know, okay. I was thinking of Joe uh, last night. I bet. No. Because, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about, preparing. and uh, I, I over-prepare. I just say sometimes when I'm preparing for somebody, I think of a joke I should have used on somebody else. I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. 
could have used this. And I was just like, then I realized, hey, it's time to start preparing. Forget off the top of your head. Yeah. I still go off the top if I have to. Well, your battle with Jamar was, uh, you know, I thought you guys were just going to fuck around up there. But, I mean, be good. But, like, you know, Jamar just takes out his phone and he's like, (laughs) this nigga's teeth be jacked. (laughs) And that's it, you know. And I remember I just hit him with that. That soap joke. No, it was before that uh, because it was like Black Lives Matter just happened. Somebody oh, wow. just got shot. Yeah. No, I mean, only one kid got shot that they found out about. This is before the rest of them. And I remember, like, I was just like, dog, I wonder if black people see your comedy, if they wonder if your life matters. Oh, shit. And the, I remember just uh, Hannibal was like, and he tried to do a prison joke. And I said, I said something and I got behind him and shit. Right, the soap. Something about the dropping the soap and. Uh... Yeah, it was just off the top. That's what I mean. I can't remember it. So you're a combo guy. Like, uh, I mean, I would say Olivia is more prepared. Like you, like whoever you're battling next, it's like you have your, say, if it's a main event, you've got your 12 jokes you're going to mm-hmm. use. And, and I mean, you tell me. Yeah, but that's my weakness is I freeze up too much because I'm so focused on the jokes. And, you know, George is just so in the moment. No, but know? sometimes uh, it, it, it fucks with you because you're so, I'm so confident up there, people. Like I have, and I'm just like, Hey, that shit didn't work, but I got to play it off like I did. Like yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sucks. And you're just like, hey, what do you mean that didn't work? Now, what do you guys do? Like, you know, the last battle I had with Joe, I had a joke that bombed because I literally, I got stage fright for like 10 seconds and it felt like I summer. remember. It, <laughs> I, don't know, I, know, I, I watched too. it. It was the first time I seen you stumble on a joke. It felt like someone literally was choking me, and I just I knew what I wanted to say, and I just it was uh, his gay powers. He just threw a <laughs> cock in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Joe was like, "Take that invisible dick in your throat, Earl." That's what it felt like. I mean, I know what I mean. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love this. Go, go. I mean, I the joke was uh, <laughs> I knew I knew he was gonna have uh, a joke about me being passed or taking so long to be passed, uh, and an age joke. So the, the, what I wanted to spit out was uh, Joe. I am over the hill, and uh, hey, speaking of over the hill, isn't that where you park for your spots here? Uh, Might have been too inside of a joke for the room. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I like it. I mean, if you're paid regular, you get to park in the lot. Yeah. If not. You have to park up the hill. But uh, I just, like the second word, I was like, oh, like I couldn't say over the hill. I said like off the hill or something. And What, uh, what about me? I'm not a paid regular and I don't park on the hill. I got a cousin that works at parking lot. It's, <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> it's five bucks and I get like a little four minute walk. But nice. luckily for me, I had a joke I knew would work right after that. Is it the same for you? Like, I, I mean, Olivia, have you ever like... Has a joke ever, like, not bombed, but, like, did you tell one that didn't work? And then what was your, like, oh, my God, I got to tell my best joke after that? Or Oh, yeah. Well, the um, I had a weird one when I battled Keith. It was a main event. And just before that, I had had I had done, um, like, a sh- the show, but it wasn't I, it wasn't a main event. It was, like, a extended undercard. So I wasn't used to the second round being rapid fire. And I, uh, I had this joke on Keith that I really liked. It was like Keith's sexuality goes both ways, like his lazy eye, and like it got nothing. And I for, and it was my first joke in the second round. So then I stopped, and I thought it was gonna go back to Keith. And then they were all like, 
keep going and yeah. i was like oh fuck i fucked up two times because it looked like I, first of all the joke bombed and then i looked like i did i just completely froze but i just like forgot that it was i was supposed to tell more jokes after that so that was the worst feeling in the world and i tried to play it off at the moment i was like oh fuck i fucked up and i just let the crowd know that i was aware of how badly i'd fucked up and there you go no. but yeah it was it was crushing i was like oh god this is awful so i st- told it i i had i had to move my order of my jokes like in the moment right and try to tell like a, i was like okay maybe this one will work and it started like slowly picking back up the momentum that i lost but i've never been so fucking scared in my life <laughs> now what do you do george like when how many battles have you done i say about eight nine god damn uh and what have you ever had a joke that like just, oh yeah of course and, and did you have to do like what olivia did is like okay i've got to tell a joke that works maybe out of order to cover to recover or do you just say fuck it and and do the next joke you were going to do anyway uh i i'm i don't know i'm different i'm most it it's happened to me more when i go off the top of my head so i'm kind of prepared and it just goes back to old shit. Like, I don't know, as a roaster, I feel like we're boxers and some of these jokes are jabs that ain't going to work and some are haymakers that ain't going to work, but you have to come back and hit them with something. Yeah. You know, that's how I, I look at it like that. Yeah. You know, cause, but see, it, it's also cool if a joke doesn't hit because then you have to realize a judge is going to come after you now. And if you can fuck that judge up, like you and Joe were doing, that just takes it to another fucking level. That was so good. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Or when you start fucking the judges up, it doesn't even matter no more. Well, I think that's what happened in my battle with Olivia. Like, uh, Olivia had better jokes than I did. But. You just roasted, like, everybody. Like, you just fucking, like, I was, yeah, you just went after everybody. I the mean, audience, I, you went after the haters, you went after the judges, <laughs> like, you went you after Moses. Me down. Yeah. Yeah. You, and you, you were up there for, like, five minutes before they brought me up because you were so busy roasting the fucking whole show. Well, I have to do that. Like, if I was yeah. roasting either of you two, like, like say I have a rematch with you or, or uh, Lori, we will battle at some point. I just have a feeling the gods will bring us together. I would not try and outright you guys because I don't think I can. And I, I, I don't know if you give yourself enough credit. Your jokes are really good. But they're simple. Like you guys are going to have like uh, like an elaborate. Stop pumping me up. But it's true though. <laughs> yeah, I want to have really low self-esteem from now on. But it's like I can't outright you guys. I, I can't probably outright any of the top 10 people, but I think I can outperform most. That's where I went. No, that's it, it happens. Some is verbal, some is performance. It's just like comedy, yeah. but if you can throw both, find a combo or whatever, you know? It's it's a style we've created. Yeah. And people are just going like, ooh, like, ooh you know what I mean? Olivia, don't fuck around. She's dark and deep. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I saw you, I think it was against Matt Cole. Yeah. Was that your first battle? Or was yeah, it... that was my first one. And, you know, I thought, oh, it's a pretty even matchup. I didn't know a lot about Matt's roast inability, and uh, I think you nailed him with the first joke, and then it was like, oh, wow, who is this girl? It was fun. <laughs> and then George was like, it was just like, imp- like, wow. I remember the first time I seen her, she was battling Ashley Barnhill. It was a great battle. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it was weird, though, because that week before, Ashley hit me up to battle, and I was just like, I'm not battling nobody I, I don't know anymore. I'm only battling people I know. Then I got to, I went to go watch, and then she made fun of you for having a big-ass shirt. You were just like, yeah, you're mad because my shirt has more material than you. <laughs> and I just fell out. I was like, damn. I mean, that, oh, thank you. that joke landed so hard, uh, our rebuttal. <laughs> Thanks. It was like, 
Wow. Yeah. And Ashley's great. I yeah. Mean, she's yeah. a top roast. I think she's in the headliner. Uh, like that. that yeah, she's in the top. headliner rankings. Can uh, so she's she can deliver, uh, but uh, I, you know rebuttals to me like are where you win the battle. Like I yeah I agree, or at least just like knowing what someone's gonna hit you with and and coming up with a joke that's like in the same vein. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if um I I do, it doesn't always have to be like a complete flip around, but if you know someone's gonna be like they're gonna make a rape joke about you, it helps to make a rape joke about them. Well, I you know what I mean? Rape joke. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, but no, you're right. Like yeah, you know, like I don't like if I was roasting George, I almost wouldn't write jokes about you first. I would write rebuttals for where I think you're gonna hit me. Like That's I'm, smart. I'm get well, you know, I have to because I mean, I don't have a lot of weak spots, but I do have them. You know, age, the big head, uh, maybe lack of success in the career. You, you know, uh, the has been that hasn't happened. Right. <laughs> but I have to embrace it. Yeah. And I would you have to go, okay, he's gonna say something about it. it took him say like Joe Dosh had a joke, uh I think uh I'm gonna mess it up, but it was something along the lines of uh the comedy store treats her like a homeless person. They quietly pass him so nobody notices. So oh. and then I had to flip it. I think my neck I think my rebuttal was, well, the only time you'll ever get passed is when Adam walks by you in the hallway. Yeah. Cause I knew that would like sting him. Yeah. And I love Joe. He's gonna yeah. get yeah, passed. Joe's awesome. He's he's, yeah. he's the best. But yeah. So that's how I would write. And like with Olivia, I was like, okay, she's probably gonna say something about uh uh, well, actually, you know, it, it's funny that I have uh, uh, you here, uh, the three of us here, because uh, I, in full disclosure, uh, George gave me a great rebuttal. Yeah, I uh, wrote for him. I, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I remember saying, uh, I think anyone who listens to this podcast knows at the age of 47, I, I take one dick pill a week for maintenance. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. That's not how dick pills work, right, George? What do you mean you take one a week for maintenance? maintenance. That doesn't make any sense. That's Be- ridiculous. Well, you don't have a dick, so you wouldn't know. What's maintenance like to uh, maintenance? You know, your body needs nutrients. That doesn't make sense at all. They make your dick hard so that you can come more. That's not. No, you. First of all, it's, I'm an expert in the but area. Yeah, you, you want your dick to have that memory, so when you, it's like, hey, we got to remember that you get this hard. You can't. It's not like Prozac. It doesn't like build up in your system and make your dick better unless you're on like Cialis. It's you like, take like Black Panther from the. No, it's Black Snake. Oh, Damn, you, you take Kobe the Black Mamba. <laughs> no, that. <laughs> It only works in Colorado in a hotel room. <laughs> but why do you think that that's okay? Literally, Listen, no one's ever done that ever. Well, there's a reason it's a billion dollar industry. Yes, yeah, so, so you can yes, take a do. dick pill wow. and then you fuck, fuck someone it. after you take the dick no, pill. No, it's no, like no. when you have a headache and you take Advil. When you can't get a boner, you take a dick pill. It's in the moment, not like no, once not a week for maintenance. It, it, anyway, they're so. not like vitamins. <laughs> They are, but no, anyway. they're not like vitamins at all. But please continue. We'll discuss this later. Ooh, for the love yeah, of God, let's roast. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew Olivia was in all likelihood gonna have a dick joke, dick pill joke, uh-huh. and uh, you, uh, you said, what was the joke? Do you remember something about it? Was I think it was your first joke, actually? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, 
Oh my god, I'm blanking on it. It was a uh, Earl's dick is like his. Uh, uh, oh, oh, it was a uh, Earl's Earl's cousins on trial for uh, stabbing a girl, but at least someone in this family knows how to penetrate a woman. And uh, <laughs> no, I think it was the dick. Uh, Earl's dick doesn't work like uh, Earl doesn't work like his dick. Oh, oh, oh! Earl's family has a lot of money, but his dick must have a trust fund too because it never works. So I said Damn. to George about a week or two before, hey, I think she might hit me with, uh, you know, me taking these wacky pills I take. And you said uh, Jesus uh, something along the lines of, we'll say, uh, maybe I, I wouldn't. I remember what I said. Maybe I, I wouldn't have to if you didn't look like a hipster hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the perfect rebuttal. I had it planned. Now she threw me because I didn't think she was going to go with that as her first joke so i was like oh fuck i better have that rebuttal. yeah sometimes going first is better bring it or someone's gonna fucking just uppercut your ass yeah because i, I know in the last battle i had with joe i said i i, I go to you for strategy because yeah. I, I, and i said hey i want to go first to land the first shot and you were like no go second because your line will hit yeah and he won't be able to rebut it yep and it worked i mean yeah. uh so do you like going first or second <sighs> if you know you have a line that works yeah if like if if i'm going first it's going i'm going okay this is me i'm different i'm going first to hit you as hard as i can or to get hit back but come with another rebuttal yeah that's where the off the top helps but now i'm just like go ahead go ahead i'll save that power one for when i need it it goes both ways i mean it, it's a risk yeah i mean if you're you don't know i i, I kind of use the advantage of people like fuck what's george gonna say this was crazy is he gonna stab me you know what i mean so go with what you got go with how they feel up there because with uh olivia i think olivia volunteered to go first didn't you uh no i think no, i said uh, you said ladies first ladies for but uh because i was like i don't know where she's gonna go i yeah and uh but you threw me i like i thought she was gonna uh go with maybe a relationship joke or, or something uh and then i was like oh fuck which is why writing rebuttals helped me yeah i'm a counter puncher i'm mayweather up there <laughs> oh shit just talk a lot of shit and run for people well yeah I mean, <laughs> you know i don't uh i'm not quick enough to like i need to uh see where the other person is. i like to let the other person lead and then I follow. That's good. So, so you're like Rocky. Yeah, yeah. A rope. I'm like, listen. And this episode of Inappropriate Earl is uh, dedicated to Muhammad Ali. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm not really surprised he died. I mean, when you're strapped. <laughs> I got in trouble on Twitter because I didn't know he was still alive. Uh, well, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> she thought Muhammad. I mean, you knew. I thought, him. I thought he died in like the 90s. Well, he might have his brain, but <laughs> like, I mean. What a! It's not like a shock that he died. I mean, his strategy literally was to let the other person hit him as much as they could and tire themselves out. Yeah, the rope a dope, mm -hmm. uh, and that's uh, for lack of a better word, how I roast. I'm a rope a dope. Yeah, it's crazy because Ali would beat you up with his mouth and his hands in the ring. They said he was like, "Look, I told you." Man. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine getting roasted and getting beat up. Like, oh, you know that I mean? sounds so much fun. I mean, I was, uh, they had a documentary on uh, last night about Ali and Foreman, their fight in Zaire. Uh, and they said the first round, Foreman was hitting him with like George Foreman, like, you know. A young George a, Foreman. A young, not, not even, he didn't even do roids. He was just a big fucking dude. 
uh, hit him like with a body shot that would have put anyone else down. And Ali just said, is that all you got? Yeah. And Foreman said he just shut down after that. Like it was a roast of. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So, uh, you know, just, um, you know, he was a legend, man. So, but you're right. He beat you almost before you got into the ring. Yeah. yeah. It's, but, it's, it's great. I mean, I can't do it. It's not my style of a person the way I am, but if forever you can do it, you can do it, you know? Well, I think that's why, like, when Moses sets you up, you know, uh, like both uh, roasters are on stage and he'll be like, well, George, why do you want to battle Earl? Or, yeah. you know, he gives you like an opportunity to almost get a free jab. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's I'm glad you brought that up. Do, do you take advantage of that free jab? Olivia does. I do okay. sometimes. Yeah. Because what did she? uh <laughs> It, and it can work against you too because I know because it well if you bomb yeah but it gives you a feel of what the crowd kind of wants yeah yeah okay because then uh, he set Ashley up uh, yeah he set her up for a jab when we were battling he was like hey, size up your opponent she was like that won't be hard to do and I was like oh <laughs> man that was a really good fat joke right there yeah. that, that was probably her best uh, I mean it was a great burn you know and and it, she he he threw her. He threw a pitch and she knocked it. Oh, that's awesome! You know, and then you have to have really good timing to be able to. Did he throw that. you one? I don't recall. I him. don't think he did for that one. He didn't really. He was just like, "Why do you want to battle Ashley?" And I was like, "I don't know. She seems like a nice person. Like I didn't have anything ready." <laughs> but that was almost a good. Uh, and maybe it was endearing. It was like a rope a dope. So, you know, you didn't really. You let her hit you. Maybe gain confidence that that the weight jokes were going to kill you. Uh, and you rope a doped uh, the week before uh, when you were sitting on my lap at the haters table. Oh, that's right. And, and uh, fucking Tony Hinchcliffe was just just murdering me with, with fat, fat jokes. jokes, and Dude, they were all doing well. Relentlessly, relentlessly, like it was like every time he got the mic, he fucking made a fat joke about me, and, and it was like I have I I had nothing. There was nothing I could have said. And what I kept I, hitting you on like I was like nudging you, like you got to say something. I I didn't want to go to bat with him. I didn't. It wasn't. I didn't have it in me that day. But I did say, <laughs> what did I say to him? I was like, you should save those jokes for when I battle your girlfriend yeah. next week. Who, and and that got a reaction. Was sitting. Uh, behind Tony and uh, but looking back now I thought it, it was the rope-a-dope strategy of you let you know I think Ashley and I'd love to have her on the pod if you're listening Ashley please come on yeah she's uh, awesome I'm guessing she's not listening but it's a possibility <laughs> uh, you know that you know she might have gotten a false confidence of oh my god these fat jokes are killing her she's not really coming back you know, and uh, plus it matters when the person saying it because you can't take someone else's roast and go out there. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, now, what do you think, George? People's main like when someone's battling you, do you put yourself in their head and go, "Okay, they're going to do a prison joke. They're going to do a Mexican joke. They're going to." Because you're a hard guy to roast because you're super funny. But I'm really not. If you look at it, you can make fun of everything about me. But what? What? I mean, we all have weak spots. Yeah, I mean, I got credits. I got fucking, I went to prison. I got babies' moms. You know what I mean? I'm Mexican right now. Like, right now, being Mexican, like, even Donald Trump's bagging on me right now. Right. You know what I mean? It's like. Build that uh, wall. Yeah. It's crazy. But you strike me as the type of Mexican that's going to vote for Trump. No, I can't. I mean, I'm a felon. I can't vote, but I don't know. I wouldn't vote for any of those clowns. I just yeah. say we go back to Darwinism. You know what I'm saying? Does he book a room? Who's that? <laughs> um, but like, you know, 
you're just so hard to prepare for. I don't know. You because you're you're like the best of all worlds. Like there's some roasters who are great writers, but maybe they don't perform the jokes that well. Okay. And then there's thanks, some, man. I need this confidence. You're gonna be like you're gonna be my my ear next time I battle. I'm your Bundini Brown. Speaking yeah. of Muhammad Ali, exactly. He was the Bundini Brown, uh, and I know I'm probably losing listeners explaining who Bundini Brown was, but he was Ali's hype guy. Like he he was the guy. If you ever saw Ali fight in the seventy. And, and early 80s, Bundini Brown was his cor- main corner guy, and he was constantly in Ali's ear saying, you're the man, you're the man, you're the yeah. best, you're the best. You're I, don't, the best. I don't know if I want that, because all my best battles have been me being completely panicked and, and <laughs> having zero confidence at all whatsoever. But so. you're kind of a lone wolf. Like, I don't imagine you... Like when I roast, I yeah, ask, I, that's true. I really don't have friends. No, I mean, <laughs> I think you go at it alone. Like you might ask, like say, and I love this guy, so I'll mention his name. You might ask, like say, Tom Goss. Hey, Tom, th- this is uh, what I. Oh have. yeah, I mean, and when I when I first started battling, like I got, I mean, I got so much help with my jokes because I didn't know how the show worked. I was never like I never watched it. You know, so I mean, I we all we all run jokes by each other. Our whole crew, like the whole group of battlers, were always running jokes by each other and you know polishing it up and everything like that. But you have a smaller crew, I would imagine. George has a small crew in terms of like uh, I probably have six or seven people. I ask, hey, what do you think of these? I'll I don't be, imagine you having six or seven. No, people. I'll probably just you and one other person. So, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've reduced my the people I run jokes by to like just Tom and you. Yeah. Earl. yeah. It's I, not that I don't trust nobody. It's just like, I don't know. I remember you, I used to always watch your tweets and you'd make the best like, hey, man, if you ain't never been in a fucking roast, why are you trying to give me advice? And I get people trying to give me advice. I'm like, I can beat you right now at roasting. How are you going to give me advice? Well, it's just that drives me insane. I <laughs> after my after my battle with Joe, and I won't say who because it'll give it away. But let's just say a comedy store employee had told me, "Hey, you should have done this joke instead of that joke." And this person has never done a battle, uh, and it's, uh, it's like, <laughs> really? Like I don't give you advice on, uh, you know, hey, how- bitch, you're using too many napkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I just, that's my pet peeve in life. Yeah. <laughs> someone tells me, hey, uh, you know, if I'm playing hockey and someone, hey, Earl, you should shoot this way. Like, you don't even fucking play hockey. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah. Speaking of hockey, I, when I was little, not little, I must have been 22. I remember we used to rob the mission trucks. Oh, shit. So, I wish I knew you back then. Yeah, dude. I used to use those our fuck, equipment. Those things go for like 300 bucks at Big Five. So oh, yeah. We used to take all the skates back and just get credit and just have all the Nike gear. And by the way, speaking of gear, uh, Sports Authority is going out of business, uh, 80% off right now. If uh, you Really? Guys, yeah, yeah. They, not, they are not a sponsor of this show, but... Uh, it's a good come up. You could get uh, some, if you need a lacrosse stick, What 80%. about the guns? Are they 80% off too? Do they have guns in them? I think they have BB guns. Ah. Oh. You know, or if you need hiking socks. Uh, <laughs> These are called cholo socks. I got those, dog. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Well, I, you and I have an obsession with one movie, and we're, we're going to talk about Roast Battle, but like uh, Blood In, Blood Out. Oh, that's my movie, bro. Have you ever seen that, Olivia? No. I've uh, actually never seen it. I'm not fucking the- old. <laughs> Save it for the rematch. You're going to need it, brother. Uh, Whatever, dude. That's esquina. Yeah. I mean, Blood In, Blood Out is a late night prison movie that's... 
it's still on. Uh, it's starring Benjamin Brad is probably the most well-known. The guy from CSI? The Mexican guy is the most known one. Wait, what Mexican guy from CSI? The Gallo Negro. Really? Yeah, he's on all kinds of movies. The cast is so big. Yeah. Uh, and then the other guy's in Fame. The artist was in Fame. Oh, that's right. The guy with yeah. the long stringy yeah. hair. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's it's a and uh, Damien Chapa plays. Uh, he was in. Uh, he played one of the Menendez brothers in the movie of the week. <laughs> no, he did. He was like the the guy with the get the in Blood In Blood Out. He has half of a leg. Remember? Okay, yeah, that's uh, you know who that's referring to? Puppet Peg Leg Morgan. Who's Peg Leg Morgan? Is he I'll a roaster? You, I'll let you Google that. Okay, Google Peg. <laughs> is he in the top twenty in roast battle rankings? No. Top 20 prison. Well, I'm obsessed with... My favorite show of all time, to be honest with you, is Prison Break. How, now, I just, hated that show. Because so you have... So, so lame. Because I no, lived in not. prison. Yes, it is. It's well, yeah, it's lame, lame to George because he was in fucking the actual prison. <laughs> I just think it's lame because, like, I don't know. It's just like a bunch of hot people escaping from jail. Like, I, where's the compelling part? The compelling part is, uh, you know... Yeah, Benjamin Bratt was the, the, the guy you're talking about. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and then Jesse Borrego was Cruz, and Damian Chapa was Miko. And there was, I'm trying to think, he's a Mexican character actor who's like, uh, his IMDb page is probably uh, Pepe, uh, Pepe Serna. Pepe uh, Serna? He was one of uh, the the, uh, the gangs, uh, one of the central gang guys in the movie. Okay. And Ving Rains was in it, too. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it was... You could tell it was kind of a low budget movie, but like uh, I, I can imagine Ving Rhames was like, "Yeah, I'll be in it to help somebody out." You're forgetting the main white boy of the whole movie. Billy Bob Thorne's in the movie. He's lightning. Oh, that's wow! Come on, dog. I love Billy Bob. Thorne. Yeah, no, he plays. You would like an Aryan uh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a great. So it, blood in, blood out. You'll see. I've never seen the ending of the movie. It's so fucking long. Oh, it's fucking uh, so. It's like real. a two. It, it's like a two and a half, three hours. I guess you'd say it's like the Mexican prison Godfather. No, it's not American Mia's. It's more of like a theatrical comedy for real Mexicans. Yeah, because there's some definitely some like some blowjob scenes. It's yeah. Like, that are, that are American funny. Me is the real fuck. American Me is our Shawshank redemption. And a lot of people don't know this. Uh, now, you know, if you listen to this show, then I'm a huge Miami Vice fan. Oh, shit. Don and, Johnson. Uh, Detective Castillo, the great Edward James Olmos. Yes. In all five episodes, uh, five seasons. Uh, he, he might uh, still have a hit out on him uh but from the mexican mob uh, uh, those were the rumors uh yeah those yeah that uh that, there even is a mexican mob well yeah I, absolutely <laughs> uh, by the way uh inappropriate old does not condone <laughs> or uh it's not against the mexican mob if it is uh even a thing yeah, yeah. uh but Good there, save, Earl. there were uh, that was let, real smooth <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by the Mexican <laughs> mob that may or may not exist. But, by the way, this uh, I just got a text. Uh, this podcast is now officially uh, sponsored by uh, <laughs> El, El Cosa Nostra. <laughs> the, El Pollo Loco. But there were rumors that uh, because uh, if there is an entity as uh, known as the Mexican mob, they might have been unhappy with their portrayal. And that Edward James almost at one point had a million dollar hit 
uh, on him. And uh, Jesus Christ, you know, well, because if you've seen the movie, have you seen American Me? No, watch it's, the documentary on it. It explains a lot to what you're asking. There's a uh, yeah. documentary called American Me, and a lot of kids, like when they filmed that movie, it was actually filmed in Boyle Heights. It was no camera set. They went in with the gangs, damn, the movie producers, and they paid them money. They even casted them. And two weeks after the movie was over, there was a kid in the movie that did a drive-by. And then two weeks later, he got shot and he's paralyzed and blind from a drive-by. And then the lady who was the mother. Yeah, she got killed. She was the gang youth organizer. Wow. I mean, it shows it on this documentary. It's It's on YouTube, I think, and it's like four parts. I mean, it's cool because it shows how he exposed... Like the culture of being Chicano in that era of like, you know, a, a lot of people just think L.A. is Hollywood, but you go to East L.A., it's a whole different culture. Morrissey on the way to uh, Woodstock crashed or his bus broke down in East L.A. And he stayed with the Cholos out there for two weeks. Look it up. And that's oh. why the Cholos love him. He his he came and he seen how like we were low riders. Everything was creased down. They had flowers. We were cooking. He tripped out on our sauce on our barbecue. It's a it's a crazy story. Wow. Well, I mean, I went to a Morrissey concert once. How many fucking cholos were there? Well, here's the crazy. It, it was all Hispanic, and then <laughs> it was at Irvine Meadows, which I don't know if they even call it Irvine Meadows anymore. So Irvine's uh, now it's Verizon, Verizon Wireless. And he canceled at the last minute. Oh, wow. And they had to fly in Billy Idol. And oh, so you shit. had Billy Idol playing to a Morrissey crowd. And the first song, they were kind of like, this is what we came here for. And by the third song, they were loving it. I mean, yeah. it was so neat to see. Uh, Transition. Uh, like, you know. That, My favorite song is White Wedding. Well, it's, I think it's every uh, decent American's uh, favorite Billy Idol song. But Yeah? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, is that, I thought Rebel Yell would be like. I like, oh, well, yeah. uh, I like Money. his new album. He had, oh, uh, he has a new album. Huh? He, he cranks them out. And, of course, albums don't sell anymore. And this, you know, like Rebel Yell had like four million. Uh, and he's still touring to this day. Yeah, he's and he looks pretty good. For a guy that... Uh, Isn't he from Britain or somewhere? England? He's in the UK. UK. And he had a great story of struggling and like, you know, I love uh, stories about like, you wouldn't think Billy Idol ever struggled for fame. And, you know, he was 10 years a punk singer and not making a dollar and then, uh, you know, bam. So there's hope for us all. Would you think I struggle? I think all comics <laughs> struggle. Like, yeah. you know, I think even Olivia, as, as young as she is at... Uh, you know, 20 years old, soon to be 21. Oh, Yay. shit. You wouldn't think a 21-year-old girl struggles, in, or a 20-year-old girl, but, you know, it's uh, you've been doing comedy now three or four years, right? Five, yeah. Five, and you've struggled. I mean, like, you know, it's... Hey, you, yeah, I mean, you would think with all the dicks I've sucked to make it where I am that I wouldn't have struggled, but Need it's been a hard dick road. dick-sucking game. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, I could do a roast joke right now, but do it, do it, do it. No, don't be a pussy. Do it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Olivia's fucked so many open micers. Her vagina is called the YooHoo Room. <laughs> it's a flapper's uh, line. It, I, it only fills thirty people. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. That's about you know. I know she's got to reply. You said this is I'm like trying to hang it. I'm being the Don King over you're, here. You're like, Brian Moses right uh, now. Yeah. A Mexican Moses. Oh fuck. Oh, that joke was more inside than the dick in your ass right now. <laughs> Ooh. Oh well. You, I'm not gonna burn the one I'm gonna use on you first. So. Oh my god. <laughs> 
You know, I just, uh, I think, uh, you know, I might be battling both of you at some point again in the that future. Would, uh, that'd be fun. I would it's, enjoy that. George, I would be terrified to go up against you. I would love to see this to battle. go against you, too. Because see, <laughs> this would be like putting on like my matchmaker hat on. Yeah. Like, you know where he's going to hit you. And I think he would be scared, not scared, but like uh, aware of like what you're going to say about him. <laughs> Fucking I mean, love Earl. But I love both of you. I mean, ah. like, uh, there's not a lot of people. The older I get in comedy, the longer <laughs> I do it, the older I get in life, I, there, I like fewer and fewer people. Me uh, too. It's I, I too. feel it's kind of yeah. like, you know what? You know, people say, oh, you only want me for a reason. No, I don't want you for a reason. I want to be progressive in life. And if you're not going to be progressive with me, I have to be progressive. It's, yeah. it's not catch up. It's like, hey, homie, I'm, I'm going places. Mm-hmm. And I just trip out. I see comics from 13 years ago. They're like, "Oh, dog! I heard you sold out. You're at the store." I'm like, "I sold out. I'm, I can't. I can't even park in the back, dog." We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to be somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? So nope. when when you start moving up, like it, I've seen it happen to some of my friends. It's like the the there's like two kinds of people. There's the people that are just oh, like they like you for who you are, and then there's the people who try to bring you back down to yeah. their level and like it's it, uh, it's just so it's like well, I don't know well I've seen it with uh, Olivia firsthand. like I mean we don't uh, I oh, wish I'm we hung out anywhere. more <laughs> I'm too far well yeah I mean you know if, if we were uh, but I you know so I don't know what it's like for you but like with Olivia like uh, I see people treat her differently uh, you know when they find out she's you know like in the documentary about roast battle oh hey Olivia how are you when they don't give a shit about how she's doing they're just trying to palm her so <laughs> that's true though I mean you know I like you don't I, think I, I know? it's good to get palmed sometimes I, you know I, I really I don't mind it I, like, I mean if it, I heard if you like to get fingers so try to get palmed <gasps> Oh, just try. No, just kidding. Oh, that was good, dude. That was good. That's, That's roast. Good. That was good, man. That was good. Well, yeah. Let me get Meyerwitz in here to jump around <laughs> the apartment. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, that was good. You deserve yeah. it. You deserve it. Get pumped. Get pumped. Take but see, I don't yeah. like it when they're so like uh, uh, obvious about it, and they think they're pulling one over on you. Well, I don't. I don't like it when people like talk shit and then they're nice to your face. That bothers me. You know what I mean? But I mean, to be fair, I do that all the time. I like, it's one of my, I think it's a pet peeve of mine because I do it to people, but I mean, we do it to other countries. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the game. We're not performing in El Salvador. Yeah. At least I'm not. Uh, I won't. But I see people palming you. I mean, they know you're like one of the elite roasters and obviously roast battles, a hot show. It's, yeah. you know, going to be on comedy central and, I don't even know who's palming me. I'm just, most of the time, if I let you palm me, I'm probably coked out or I'm high as fuck. Because sometimes I'm so coked out, I can't talk back like and be like, hey, get out of here. So I'm just like smiling. Hey, what's going on? Yes. By the way, uh, Inappropriate Earl does not, uh, you know, condone or um, <laughs> to the uh, illicit uh, drug use of our guest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. To, you know, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, well... You know, you guys are good people, and I, hell I, yeah, you see, you can't judge me off. Sometimes I do coke. That's what I tell people. Like your favorite rock stars do coke. You trying? You trying to tell me rat? Rats never done a drug in their life. Okay, they're. All, I mean, one guy died of AIDS, but I mean, <laughs> visual AIDS. He yeah. got hit in the head with Brad, a pill. Wait, what? 
Hey, uh, speaking of rat, uh, <laughs> they'll be playing a bingo hall in Yukaipa this Friday. Uh, For reals? It's not rat, actually. It's Bobby Blotzer's rat experience. For reals in Yukaipa? Yeah, yeah, probably. They're not, there's three rats touring right now. Oh, they they wow. can't stand each other. So they all broke up from the group and just made their own? Well, the drummer has his version. By the way, the drummer wouldn't come on this podcast because he said I made fun of him. So I was like, thanks for listening, dude. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the singer who's been on this podcast, uh, he's got his version of Rat. And then the bass player has his version. And then the guitar player, his dad, like, invented the number two pencil or some no wacky, like, like... That's money. It's like the guy from the monkeys with liquid paper. Like, so the the only guy who's not has his version of rat is he's like, I, I'm a like a bazillionaire. I don't need to play Yukaipa this weekend. So, uh, mm. you know, there's that. But uh, Yukaipa is far. I know where it's at. Uh, I did a crab shack out there once. Oh, yeah. With oh, Rick Rome. Um, oh, <laughs> no, that's not far enough for Rick to book. Uh, oh. Rick Rome, legendary Rick Rome, uh, books great rooms at least an hour away, if not farther. Liam's legendary on Tuesday it's nights. not even there no more. I know. It was, yeah. That's where I met Olivia. I, but, uh, yeah. Unknowingly, we. Uh, no, we met like the first time there, remember? And you had a beard still. I had a beard and, uh, you know, I was going for the Sons of Anarchy look. Oh, okay. And yeah. then uh, Corey and Chad closed out uh, the comedy, uh, the legendary uh, duo. Last the Night of Hack Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's funny. Uh, I'm throwing blows. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe, uh, you know, it would be a fun almost... I, and I, I don't think most is this into uh, like the wacky world of professional wrestling like I am. But uh, in pro wrestling, they have handicap matches. I would like to see George Perez against Corey and Chad. Oh, that'd be too easy, bro. Those are the Hack Brothers. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Uh, Their set, their set is like just a bunch of tweets. It's like, hey, that's a tweet. wait. That's my set. Hey, that's a tweet. Hey, that's a tweet. I don't know. You know how I am. I'm, I'm, I'm. I just speak. Yeah. People, I'm, but that's what I like about you. I'm I not going to kiss no one's ass because no one's ever kissed mine, and I've worked for everything I've had, and I've had everything took from me. So I'm just, I love good people. And when I see people that are like destroying something I love and like artificially in it, I'm like get out of here. No, I'm not going to be cool with you because I love this, dude. Well, that's what uh, I think. Uh, you know, my when I see like roast battle, the Palmer starting to wander around and you know, like people who put the show down in the beginning, Oh, that yeah. show sucks. And that show, I know Olivia's familiar with that more than I am. Cause, uh, you know, they're like, put the show down while you're doing that show. It sucks. And now they're like asking Moses to battle. Well, why are putting, you know, they would put Olivia down. Well, why are you doing that show? It's just mean and silly. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, when I first started doing it, I had people tell me, like, why are you doing that? The comedy store sucks. And then, like, a month later, they're on the show, and it's like, there you go. They heard it got picked up, and they're like, oh, well, no, I changed my mind about it. And it's like, well, <laughs> fuck you then. Why was it a bad idea when I was doing it? And then now that you're doing it, you're like, oh, this show's great. It didn't benefit them. I feel mm -hmm. we did it because we liked it. I I, I, I that's the only reason I got into it is because I yeah. wanted to try it. I heard. I was new to the store back then. So I was like, hey, anyway I can get on stage, I'll go up. Yeah. I mean, I fell in love with the show uh, in the early. I was like, it was, uh, I mean, in the early uh, couple months, it was like literally 10 people in the room. Oh, yeah. And uh, it just, it was more like, uh, 
I don't know, like a like a mic kind of like right? a me. Like a, well, it started the in. Uh, I don't know if I've ever given the progression of the show. Stephanie Simbari had an open mic that wasn't very good, and it wasn't because of her. It was just you know it was a Tuesday night open mic that you know usually the better comics are booked that night. You know, uh, good shows locally, and then uh, and then I think Moses started going there, helping her and hosting it, and and then it, I think she didn't want to do it anymore, and. He was hosting it. Josh Martin and Kenny Lyon got into an argument, wanted to fight. And Moses, why don't you guys battle? Maybe he didn't say battle, but like uh, yeah. roast each other. And then now uh, Comedy Central, here we come. So Danger. It's yeah. amazing to see a show go from nothing to. That's what makes it so powerful and strong, though, because it was a seed that grew out of concrete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, the Cholo uh, poet. Yeah. <laughs> That was beautiful. Those are Choloisms. New book I'm writing. Yeah, I love Cholos. Yeah, My yeah. first girl I got. No, not the churros. Not the shit you buy at Disneyland. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> Mini churros. I love those things yeah. at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Now, when you're at Dodger Stadium to go to a game, do you wear a Dodger hat or a Giants hat? I'm a Dodger fan. Okay. Uh, Dodgers, Lakers, Raiders, and Kings. The L.A. Kings, not the Sacramento. Yes, Kings. L.A. Kings, not the Queens. Because I remember <laughs> Queens are down the street on my house. <laughs> big guy named Jerry. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> I live in a gay neighborhood. What am I supposed to do? There's a g- g- queen named Jerry down the street. Uh-huh. I remember being in prison, speaking of Queens, <laughs> and there was a story about, uh, like, it was just like a myth where people would be like, yeah, dog. In some places, there's this crazy black guy named Purple Passion. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a six foot four inmate that the guards can't control. And if you fuck up, they throw you in his cell. Jesus. Well, yeah. It reminds me of a guy. I remember uh, probably a decade ago, there was uh, Corcoran Prison. Corcoran oh, that's State gangster prison. prison. But I mean, they were having like gladiator fights and the guards were in charge of them. And, and those uh, were rumors. Well, I, I, yeah. I, by the way, uh, inappropriate at all does not um, <laughs> condone the disclaimer episode <laughs> or uh, admonish any prison uh, guards who might have been in charge of setting up fights. But apparently, if they were around and you were a prisoner and you complained to officials, hey, the guards are making me fight. I don't want to do this. They would put you in a cell with a very similar, like a six foot six black dude called the Booty Bandit. And if you uh, like, I heard other rumors. I heard they were just open the doors, and people would just come out. Right, and like in the ra- not the racquetball yard, but no, like it's called the day room. And like that's great. I mean, I'm so petrified of being in a prison. Uh, I I can't imagine. I remember being there. It's pretty wild, man. Because uh, you know, you go to reception and your enemies are just on top of you, and it's just like. Yeah, once that door opens, be ready for anything. Like in, uh, like uh, I don't know what you can talk about, what you can't, but like, uh, like, do they ask you, are you affiliated with anyone? Hmm. Like when you go to prison the first day, uh, they, you know, imagine you had. Well, did you, you have, the, well, like see when you go to prison first? You go to a reception yard, and a reception yard is, it could be from a drug dealer to a mur- you're you're not classified yet. You go to get classified. And classifies means you get points. If you have, if you're a high risk inmate, they send you to higher risk prisons like Corcoran's a level three, level four yard, Folsom, San Quentin, all that shit. Those are level four yards, and then they go to level three yard like Centinella, um, 
Corcoran, Salinas, Soledad, those are level three yards. Still high-risk inmates, lifers. Then you go down to level two, level one yard is like where, like Tommy Chong, he was locked up in Fairfield. That's a level one yard. Because he's not viewed as a, like... It's Tommy John. Yeah, it's not that. It's just it's not a serious crime. These are people that are gonna, they're going to go home. So that's how they validate you. And then mm. your affiliation is because they don't want to put you with someone you don't belong with. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you were uh, taking the Hispanic uh, tone. If you're out. white, Hispanic, Mexican, black. Like, like say you're Russian. Right. You hang up with a group called The Others. It's made up of Samoan, Asian. They're not. They don't have a big population. So they go into others. Now, if you're, let's put me, I, let's just so, because I know there's probably things you can't, you can't talk about. Say I go to prison. Say I'm a, say armed robbery. Uh, it's a pretty serious charge. Just tell me how much years you're getting. Uh, let's say a 15 to 20. Oh, you're going level four yard. Right. So let's say, so I'm white. I'm assuming I go with the Aryan. Uh, <laughs> I don't no. know. That's your decision. What? I don't but, know. I don't know what it is to be white. I don't either. Yeah, so I don't know what would happen. I don't know if you have to like take your SATs because <laughs> I don't know if you guys get like organic jumpsuits. So I'm given a choice. Like I go, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. But I mean, like as someone who's like as pale as I am, I mean, do they just say you're either going white or you're going home? What's going home, man? You're going home in a body bag, my friend. Right. No, and that's real. Yeah, <laughs> like if I go into the wrong, like say, uh, uh, say uh, I wander off into the, uh, say I go into the black section by accident. I'm like, oh, I'm just like, oh, hey, you guys play you know, basketball. Can I play too? Well, you know, some people are going to look at you and be like, all right, what's your about? And then it's going to be, hey, homie, you're on the wrong side. Or they're going to. You know, there's a lot of people in there with uh, nothing to do but bad things. And they could take it like, fuck yeah, dog. This fool's on my side. I got him. So like, I wouldn't be given a warning necessarily. Yes, you would. Some, some people are very... I mean, when you're on a prison yard, when you're not going home, it's all about respect. So somebody, hey, homie, I think you're out of balance. I don't know where you're at. Scoot you back. Because at the end of the day, no one wants problems. You're not going in there like an asshole. You know what I'm saying? But matters how you go in, how you act. I mean, would I be told, hey, your section's over there with the other honkies. No, nah, it would just be like, hey, brother, you're out of balance right now. Take a look around where you're going respectfully. Have a good day. And then if you said something bad, it's on. Right. There's That's all kinds is. of justice in, in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They might not get you that that moment because they don't, you know, there's guards around. They mean, yeah. You know, what's crazy is uh, I'm tripping out because now that the uh, gay marriage has passed, are gays going to be a lot of conjugal visits in prison? Oh, wow. Well, they already are, aren't they? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I see. <it. laughs> yeah, this podcast is not condoned gay visiting. <laughs> Actually, this podcast. Oh no, you're right. We don't. Uh, this podcast is filmed on location in West Hollywood. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We here at Inappropriate Earl support gay rights, yeah. LGBT, NBA, WNBA. I mean, uh, those dudes can play. Hey, LC, I just slipped a little joke in oh there. Oh my god, uh, I just bombed on my podcast. So, uh, like, uh, getting back to Rose Battle, we got a little deep into it, because I'm obsessed with that show, Prison Break. I mean, let me ask you this. Is, did you ever watch one episode of Prison Break? You know, I, I watched it for a little bit, and then, like, it's all fake made up. It's a whole place. So is that shit. Uh, what's that show with all the girls? Oh, Orange is the New Black. That's fine. It's just pathetic. It's such fucking fake theater. It's like some, nobody would ever, with girls is different, because I used to write girls in Chowchilla Prison, just because I, I remember being bored, like, I'm going to write some girls. It's different for a girl's prison, but that it would never, 
There would never be like a short shank reduction. A white guy and a black guy would not be best friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? In or out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> It's on an NBA team. And no, like, yeah. So it's just like those shows like irk me. Like even like Lock Up on MSNBC, those are all, you know, you're watching pedophiles. You're watching child molesters. You're watching snitches. That's all the people that you're allowed to interview in there. You can't interview someone on the main line. So I, to me, when I watch it, I'm just like, I turn it off within five minutes. I'm like, this is a fake affront. Now, yeah. is the, say Olivia gets sent to prison, like say Olivia murders me, and uh, it's, it's just, is there a like a Corcoran for women's prison? I mean, because yeah. you don't really hear it's a called, lot. Of, it's called uh, Chowchilla. Chowchilla is a women's prison. It, but I mean, is, is that the only women's like? Yeah, specific? because there's not that many women. You know, there's, there's they, they have their yards out there. You know, they, if she's gangster, gangster, they'll send her to a fed. A federal prison is even worse because you have to do eighty percent of your time for sure. Well, I know uh, my one friend, he's a uh, top uh, DA in Philly, and he put away a guy who burned a witness's family alive. Oh, shit. And uh, this guy's such a badass. His name's Kabani Savage. Uh, Why this isn't a bigger story nationally, I'll never know, because it's an amazing story. He's in that prison in Colorado. Uh, it's like it's supposed to be the, the toughest prison in America. It's like where they put the hijacker, that the 20th hijacker, uh, that blind cleric who uh, bombed the uh, trade center in uh, the oh, early shit. 90s. Like, it's like the yeah. worst of the worst. Uh, so I'm assuming... Is there a prison that uh, even the most hardened gangbanger, hard, most wild, uh, unforgiving murder, is there a prison that even they don't want to go to? Like, what is the toughest prison in California? <laughs> like what they call gladiator prison. Oh, fuck. Corcoran? <sighs> I'm not going to answer this question. Okay. <laughs> Every prison in California will outbeat any prison in the world, and I'll guarantee that. By the way, we here at Inappropriate do not uh, condone anything that uh, goes on in California state prisons. <laughs> Except for the visiting jail. Now, uh, you and Olivia didn't like prison break, so that's... Yeah. Come on. Well, I mean, the story made no sense to me because. <laughs> Did you like the inmates? <laughs> what if it turned you on? Or I what? like tape. What? <laughs> Did you like how they worked out? <laughs> Shit. Did you like how they were? They had old tape recorders because prison technology is all slow. You're like, dog. These fools have a beta. I have a beta max still in my house. No I mean, way. That's what's up. I love it. I love the vintage. I mean, you know, I so my favorite character on the show was Teabag. I, it's like <laughs> Oz sucks for me too. I liked Oz because that seemed not, I, I obviously I wouldn't know what realistic is for prison, but that seemed to take on uh I've never seen nobody in prison with a wheelchair, bro. That had get an around? opinion. That had an opinion. Right. All right, well. I mean, <laughs> well, before we wrap it up. Oh, it's almost yard time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yard time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's next for you two in the world of roast battle? I mean, uh, I know uh, that do you have opponents you w- want to take on? Do you, Olivia? Let's start with you for ladies first. I mean, I don't know. I I would I would love to go up against. I, I would love to go up against George. 
<laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> no, I would love to see that. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It would be it would be interesting to rematch with you at some point. I would love that. Yeah. Because I, I like, I don't know about you guys, and this is on the real. I'm only motivated to roast when it's like an unwinnable situation for me. Yeah, that's how you are, Ro. Because I don't, like, here's, I, and I never understand this, why people challenge people they know they can beat. It gains them nothing uh, to battle, like, their unfunny friend from Long Beach. You know, it's like Just to you, get him exposure. Yeah, it's like there's opponents who are three, four, and oh, and it's like, but who have you beat? Yeah. Like Olivia's fight card's amazing. She's only taken on I mean, we all have a berry on it. Yeah. You know, I have Boon Chakalaka. He was my first roast battle victory. And a lot of people are like, Well, that shouldn't count. And I think I told Olivia this last night. He's harder to battle than you would think. I mean, could uh he beat anyone in the top ten? Probably not, but I t I swear to God, I think thirty five through fifty, he could get a win or two. Yeah, because he's almost he has energy and he's unpredictable, bro. I yeah, mean, he's really unpredictable. <laughs> you don't know what he's gonna say, and against me, he just kept saying the same line over and over and over again. It's like I can't. I like uh, uh, who does your hair? Well, you got AIDS. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you say to that? Like. Uh uh so uh i mean i think everyone has a because in the early days of the the roast battle you you know pretty much had to battle anyone who asked you just keep the show going uh yeah. so uh you know your fight card's amazing your Thanks. fight card's amazing i mean you i've only lost to joe dosh and um, alex hooper two of the best i mean top five guys and uh yeah one of them somebody was using someone else's jokes fucked me up I don't know how to react. No. What do you mean? They were like, 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 you know how, like we, we roast in different places. So it's to me, I'm not going to use a joke that somebody used. To, like if I was a roast, you, I wouldn't use a joke. Olivia did on you a what? couple months ago. Oh shit. And I was just like, it made me, it fucked me up. Cause I was like, Hey man, did you? And they were like, we don't remember. And I was just like, it fucked me. It took me out of my realm. Because that's the worst, I find, when you're in the heat of the battle and, like, someone maybe does not a stolen joke, but, like, uh, the joke that, like you just said, maybe... Someone else did on you. And then you go to the judges and, and they're like, you say, hey, man, that, you know, you it breaks the pattern of the show. And it does. I've almost never seen it work for whoever calls the other no. person out. Because so, they're not the NBA. They don't got to hey, hire, get the files. They're going to look, stop the yeah. show. So, yeah. Because right. I find the jokes or the roast, if it's a great battle, I, I think the joke, the battle's almost forgotten. Like, yeah. You know, like, I, I, like me and Olivia was an amazing battle oh, over, over time. But yeah, I, it was it, fun. It, what was it, six months ago, basically? I'm, I don't know if it was that long. It was in like. Damn. A couple yeah, months. Yeah, it was six months ago now. Jesus Christ. But, but I'm sure if you ask some people, hey, who won that night? Some people would say you. I mean, they, would, they wouldn't even remember who actually won. Yeah. Uh, it so. Just, it was just fun. Yeah, well, it was, you know, it was neat to. I may have lost, but I won in my heart. Oh, and mine too. <laughs> I hate that I said that. But I don't think there were no losers or winners that night. I think I think we both won. I mean, yeah, you uh, did. Uh, and I think that, and I, I don't know this to be true, but I know uh, I think that might have been the the uh, final like 
kicking the pants to Comedy Central to go, okay, wow, this show can work. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it was amazing battles and, and uh, the judges were great. And Moses, Moses is like the perfect host for that show. Yeah, he is. So likable, quick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to deal with a lot of shit on that show. <laughs> He's the new Nick Cannon. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, he's uh, a good host. He really is. Well, he's likable and he's yeah. quick. You know, it, it's some. I, there's so many moving parts to that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he's definitely uh, the you, point guard. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like you have to, you've got two battlers on stage. You've got and the he judges. knows how to deal with battlers. Like uh, you know what I mean? Because you have yeah. to deal with egos. Yeah. He knows how to deal with us. Yeah, and the, and the judges have egos, so you've mm -hmm. got three or four of those. You've yeah. got, uh, you know, up until recently, two haters. Yeah. So it's, some shows we had three or four. That was weird. I just, that haters thing, I like you and that old chick. Oh, yeah, Whitney, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, well, she, I think, just had problems with, uh, you know, it's Schedule hard. For, and all that. It's hard for a woman to be on that show. It's like yes. you're, you're literally the only, in her case at that time, it's pretty much the only woman on the show and it's like a lot of testosterone and uh but she was great uh you know uh you know she helped me out a lot just because i you know eight eight nine months into the show i was like geez I, you know there's only so many ways to like do the you know archie bunker character before it's like okay i, I got nothing left <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i thought uh well, why don't i get a pretty girl who's funny uh, I mean, she's funny first, but you know, it, it helped that she was, you know, pretty to soften the blow of the wacky stuff I was saying. And then she started killing, uh, which I, you know, and then uh, now I'm back to doing it just by myself, I guess. I used to have guest haters. You were a guest hater. Uh, I was a guest hater. I didn't even know. It was, oh my it was God. hard. It was weird. I would have loved to have seen that. No, well, I was more like, <laughs> it's tough. I yeah. mean, it's. I'm glad people got to hate with me because it's not as easy as it looks. Well, I couldn't hate on everybody battling because they were all Mexican. So how can I be like the racist Mexican? But that was that was the angle, though. Ah, I didn't I didn't want to take it. I wasn't supporting Trump back then either. You're a Mexican <laughs> who hates Mexicans. I'm not though. I'm I know, an American but American that hates right illegal Americans. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't hate nobody, dude. But but you know what I'm saying, like uh, I no, I know what you mean. I could have been like um, like it was a uh, acting, like you know. You wanted uh, me to be um, in Django, the house guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Well, I laughed 142 times in that movie. That was... <laughs> I just seen that the other day. Great movie. I mean, and I was watching it with my friend. She's white, and I was like, "Look how you guys were to people, dude." What do you mean, were are? <laughs> I mean, you know. Look at an NBA or NFL draft. It's like a slave auction with a computer. Yeah, so, it continues. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this would be a legendary battle here. I mean, It'd be fun. I don't know. Who would you yeah. want to battle, George? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but, I mean, there must be, like... Okay, honestly, you guys are asking me, honestly, who would I want to battle? Like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like, let's just say if there's a big battle in the future and we all participate and I get past all of us, I would like to take on Ross. Dude. So at the end of the day, I'd be like, you know what, dog? You get like, that's what I, I mean, I mean, hey, man, you're asking me and I, I'm a dreamer, bro. I'm a yeah. dreamer. Like, I would want to be like, I'll take on Ross. And that would be amazing because no one's really challenged him. Like, I would love to take on And Ross. he's the best. I mean, yeah. he's the reason the show's on the air. You know? uh, and I, I know he'd have a huge writing crew, so that would make it even better. 
That would be. Uh, that would be fucking. I think awesome. that's what should happen. Let's just say there's a big ass competition. But I mean, who are we to call him out of his realm and like challenge us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just a dream. That would be so that's fucking all. It's cool. It's a dream, bro. Like just to be like, I imagine that. You know what I mean? It'd be dope. That would, but I mean, that's what makes it. It's a possibility with this show. Like I could see them having a a best of like where maybe Olivia takes on say Sarah Silverman. Yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying. Dude, that would be so cool. We, we, it could, it'd be like the movie Rocky where the underdogs get a chance. Oh, before every battle, and this is gonna sound. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say this because it gives away my. Uh, you know, like when I took on Olivia Keith. Well, Keith, I was given 20 minutes notice, so I didn't do it for that. But against Joe and Keith. Like, I was like, there's no way I can beat them. Like, it, I like to almost talk myself down, and then I watch Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I like to, I like to talk myself down, too, for before any battle, because when I'm panicked, I write really good jokes, because I'm just constantly writing, and it's like an obsession almost. But if I get too relaxed, it's like, eh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, uh, for me... I like writing out of fear, like, oh, my God, I'm going up against Olivia. No one's going to want me to beat her in that room. It's uh, like when we battled at Riot, that was your basically kind of return to roast battle. Yeah. Uh, well, it was. Uh, so people were super pumped and, and super psyched. Uh, I don't think I had one person rooting for me because uh, it was <laughs> like this was roast because you are the I don't think I'm out of line by saying this. You are the. Uh, star or, that's, or no that's, no well, hold on okay the folk you are one of the stars of the short the documentary jason reitman made thanks uh but it's true though it's not like i'm kissing your ass i mean it's true uh and so i thought well that's a pretty unwinnable battle for me uh, as well liked as i am on the show i don't think i have one enemy outside of one person who's in that room every night uh but uh uh you know, and in, in going up against Keith, uh, you know, uh, argue, I think he's number two right now on 25 minutes notice. I'm not saying people weren't rooting against me, but I like there's no way Earl can beat him uh, on 25 minutes notice. And even against Joe, everyone <laughs> picked Joe to uh, to beat me. And uh, except for George, George. Uh, it was, and I didn't beat Joe, but we tied. My strategy was flawed because I thought. Uh, and I know we talked about strategy early on. Joe and I were an undercard. I thought, well, what I'll do is, since the judges aren't voting, I'll talk shit to the judges, get the crowd on my side. And then Moses, uh, when our battle was done, he went to the judges. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. And Eddie F was like, well, I was going to vote for you, but fuck you, Earl. I'm voting <laughs> for Joe. I'm like, oh, man, I fucked oh, up. Man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I don't know who I, my fantasy battle would be, I guess, uh, maybe. I, I think it would be fun, though, if each, like, say you took you, Olivia, me, and, uh, Keith, and... and oh, WrestleMania? All of us? But where we each got to battle a celebrity. Yeah. That would be so cool. A celebrity roaster. Like, I don't know who I would... You know, uh, it'd, it'd either be Ross, or it, or it'd be... Fuck. Who do I like on there that roast? Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, those two, man. Just Ross. That's it. Yeah, Ross. Ross. I think mine would be Sarah Tiana. Oh, that's good. Because she's so good. She's real good. Like, she, uh, 
she owns i mean she gets paid to write roast jokes yeah uh i think she's written on maybe not every but a lot of the comedy central roast and the burn with jeff ross so yeah it's like to me that for me that would be like there's no way i can beat her i gotta like you know uh because she you know she has weaknesses i every roaster everyone in the top 10 is and even the the other top 10 you know like it's like a off the books top 10 like you know, that's the great thing I love about the show is like, no matter how Jeff Ross has weaknesses. Yeah. I don't know what they are, but like, I got some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I think Jeff does listen to this. Uh, I'd like I, for this to be the Genesis. No, of, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I mean, I've always, I remember when I first started, I wanted to go after him and I was just like, and then something told me, chill out, kid, get likable first, get liked here first, get liked here first. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he does look like a grown up, like Elroy Jetson. <laughs> save him dude save him <laughs> i'm just making shit up dog <laughs> but i mean like you think olivia sarah silverman like oh my god sarah silverman but sarah silverman's so cool. got weaknesses right i mean yeah. i don't know what Someone they are i like, want to marry not battle oh she's cool like, yeah <laughs> uh, you know and uh, so <clears throat> Well, guys, I want to battle Mark Marin. I think that would be interesting. See, I don't think he would be a good roaster because obviously he's an amazing, amazing comic and a podcaster beyond uh, you know all of our wildest dreams. But he seems almost too sensitive. I Who? think, yeah, but I, I, but I don't know. I think it would be fun because he and I are Mark both so Marin. paranoid and oh, like. Yeah. But like you get it, like you get the like yeah. you know if I say something a joke about your head, you know I like I adore you. So like it's yeah, uh, you know like if you say something about me, I like you know. I just think it would be interesting to even just see Mark Marin battle. He'd be sitting down, <laughs> a la Jeff Amaral, and uh, like I mean I'm sensitive, but I get the the show. It's like yeah. I. I know everyone loves me in that room, but if me and George go at it, he's going to hit me with hard jokes I'm about coming hard. Oh, absolutely. I'm coming harder than your one day a week pill. <laughs> we have to, <laughs> we have to talk more about that at some point. Like uh, I'm going to do like a whole thing where we're going to call doctors and have them explain to you that that's not how it works. It, it is. It, that's listen. so not. Why do you think that the maintenance, why do you think it gives you maintenance? Like, what does it do for you? Listen, <laughs> he's up well i gotta my I have arthritis so i gotta stretch the knees out like <laughs> it's the, probably from all the fucking dick pills you take i take one a week why yeah. it what does it help you with is it the ones from the 7-eleven the liquor store yes all right and like the great wrestler rick flair said <laughs> me and rick flair like space mountain and disneyland we're the oldest ride in the park with the longest line. That doesn't even ah, make sense. <laughs> I like that. So, Ugh. but that's another. You take them when you need a boner. Like no, in I the don't. moment it's when you like need a, a, not you, because clearly you're doing it wrong. I mean, people who buy those right. take them when they need at like the, the moment when they need to have a boner at that time. Clearly I'm doing it right. Cause no. like the rat song says, stop referencing things. Most Just of the girls, the they come the back for more. God. You might find a younger guy, but he won't have my cash or the dick. Straight up. Straight you might up. find a funnier guy, but he won't have my dick. Straight up. Word to the dick. So, <laughs> now, Olivia. What? 
Where can people find you on Twitter? LOL Olivia Grace on Twitter. LOL Olivia Grace on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And uh, George Perez. They can find me at George P Comedy and uh, on George Perez for like other media. And I don't know when you're going to air this, but I'm in Denver Thursday and Friday at Comedy Works. I'm at the Brea Improv June 19th or 16th on a Thursday. I'm going to air this tomorrow because I think we talked about some cool things. And uh, Comedy Works, are you at the Landmark or downtown? Uh, I'm with Death Squad. I think it's downtown. Okay, I've done the uh, Landmark one with the great. Cool Friday, we're doing the margarita mix with Adam Carolla has a margarita out there. Oh, wow. Mixer party. I mean, let me say this. The owner of uh, Comedy Works is a lady. Okay. She is awesome that's awesome uh, she's like what you imagine mitzi was oh like like she knows everything that's going on in her clubs uh she knows if a server missed a drink order at you know table 80 at the other club she w- is on top of it and that's uh, so up. that's awesome you're at the uh comedy works uh thank you it's just the way a comedy club should be and uh, of course george is uh comedy store as well at certain sh- death squad shows all death squad shows and olivia do you have any stand-up shows uh coming up that you want people to check um yeah i'll be going on the road in june through july we're gonna be in um i mean t- Tom Goss and Keith Ray are going to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then we're driving up to Indiana as well. And I'll be putting those the, those dates on my Twitter and stuff soon. Okay, so uh, look for that. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, roast battle. Just uh, go on at roast battle on Twitter, and uh, you know, check out who's battling. Uh, I think tomorrow night is a great matchup. Uh, legendary Jay Light uh, versus Tom Goss. Tom Goss. Uh, and that's uh, you can follow Tom Goss on Twitter. I think at Goss Goss six. Goss Goss six, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what that means. And follow Tom Goss memes on Instagram. Yes, and uh, to, listen. Let me say this on the reels: George Perez and Olivia Grace are uh, two champions and uh, good people. So follow their comedy, not just their roasting and uh, inappropriate Earl SoundCloud and Twitter. Uh, we're taking it to the next level this year. And uh, pro stock hockey, Mike Knuckles. Uh, by support the podcast, guys, and uh, leave a review on iTunes. And we'll have George Perez back. We'll break down all four seasons of Prison Break. Uh, (laughs) And uh, we'll uh, do an in-depth review of uh, Blood In, Blood Out Puppet and uh, the rest of the crew. Inappropriate Earl.